You're listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon, a podcast about two regular guys trying to do something they've never done before. This is episode 23 for the week ending Sunday, March 14th, 13 weeks to the race. Welcome, everybody, to this, the 23rd episode of Two Gomers Run a Marathon. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from the Tampa Bay area of Florida with my friend Stephen, way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. All the way out. Right. <laughs> I changed it up now. Dude, so this episode uh, 23. Yes, sir. Do, do you know who what, whose number was 23? Which sports person i'm wondering if you had his cologne no <laughs> so you know michael jordan right yes we're smart we love sports we a sports which sports figure is 23 yeah do you know anyone else's number um 10 bj armstrong chicago bulls what about brett Favre when he played for the packers um four i think so we yes. did it Yes. Awesome, dude. I hope that's right. I think it is. Oh, I don't know any other sports people's. Uh, 32 was somebody like like maybe Magic Johnson or something. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Good job. Okay. (laughs) So we're in the 23rd episode here. Indeed. And dude, so we this is like a jam packed episode. Yes. So we're not going to be able to fit in Gomer's tips this week. Um, But I thought I would just open with a quick Gomer's tip. Okay. Okay, so dude, just I forgot to say this last week about about um my long run and then about the half marathon. A a major thing that I've been doing uh-huh. to like get me through things. Okay. Okay. I literally set out my like post run outfit. <laughs> <laughs> you lay it out on on a, on the couch or on your bed or what? Right, like like next to next to the bed like my, on my side. Okay. Um, like, and what, what a post running outfit usually consists of is like some sort of, you know, like comfy pants, sure, you know, socks, slippers, and a nice t-shirt, you know? Oh, so you lay out your post running outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. So, so the whole time I was running that super long run a couple weeks ago, yeah. all I was envisioning was as soon as I'm done with this, I'm going to be on the couch in that under a blanket illin with some tea <laughs> you know so like yeah. it was it was like total positive visualization cool so now do you do, do you lay it out so it looks like a body no no <laughs> like you put the slippers down by the the legs right. or the, the pants <laughs> no it's it's like it's folded nicely okay and usually it's actually kind of in a ball it's not really folded <laughs> <laughs> right well that's so a try good it. tip positive vis and i put out my board shorts and uh <laughs> hoodie so I can get in the ice bath right away. Your jams. <laughs> right. Where are my jams? Oh yeah, I laid them out. <laughs> yep, positive visualization, man. That's what it's all about. Sweet tip. I love it. Wait. Um, I wanted to quick do some Oscar chat. Oh yeah. Okay, should we do the jingle for that? Yeah, let's do it. Ready? Okay. One, yep. two, three. Oscar, Oscar chat. chat. Um, because I mentioned I guess it was about a month ago when the when the nominees were um announced. Yeah. yeah. Uh the fury that was rising within me about Avatar 
Right. Uh-huh. Um, that Fury just built and built until until the moment that they announced the the Best Picture winner, actually. I was right. terrified that it was going to yeah. be Avatar and that I'd get made fun of by the Gomer Nation. But <laughs> right. I prevail. Yeah, you did. It was not the Best Picture. And uh, I went to sleep happy on my soft, soft pillow and had right. wonderful dreams about regular colored people. <laughs> The only thing that would have made me happier was if uh, District 9 or Up would have won. Neither of them did. And I knew they wouldn't, but it would have, like, right. I would have been on cloud nine right. if that had happened. So anyways, um, all's well that ends well with the Oscars. Good. Any other little notes about it? Um, I, I mean, I really liked the show. I hardly had mm-hmm. to do any power DVRing. Yeah. Which is interesting. Usually I power DVR almost the whole thing. Right. Um, but I didn't want to miss any any of the funny uh-huh. with Steve Martin and Alec Baldwin, who did a great job, I thought. Um, yeah, they're funny. Yeah. So, good job, guys. And then I liked it when they were in those matching Snuggies. Oh, yeah. That was really <laughs> funny. So. Yep. Good Oscars. Dude, I got Erin a Snuggie kind of as a joke for her birthday. Yeah. And she loves it. She wears it? Oh, totally, dude. Is that what you call it when you're under it? You wear a Snuggie? Huh. Interesting. <laughs> I never thought of that. You don't wear a blanket, but I guess a blanket doesn't have sleeves. Right, right. Dude, though, she loves it. Like, yeah. And so you wear it on your front, right? So that you can read. That's the thing, yep. right? You don't have to, like, put the blanket down below your arms. Totally. Because she likes to read and she likes to, you know, use her little laptop to study and she gets cold, so. Snuggie to the rescue. Yeah, it's awesome. Get it for your wife for birthday or something. So anyways, yeah, okay, so episode 23. <laughs> Holy Since we cow. don't have time for Gomer's tips. <laughs> Our intros have become more and more weird, haven't they? I think definitely the accident. Something's yeah. happened to our intros. Anyways, this is a running podcast, mm-hmm. episode 23. Yeah. Um we're going to start with our weekend review as usual, then uh do some eat and run, running in the media. We're going to be talking about a couple new shows that may or may not have anything to do with running, but we thought mm-hmm. people would be interested on our take. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to stick around for the runner's corner, which are, is our last two rookie mistakes. Number two and number one, Ooh, two new songs to run to, uh, listener feedback and new Monday survey. Stick around to the end. Your email or comment might be read live on the air. And of course, a ton of fun stuff along the way. Nice. Sounds good, man. Songs to run to teasers. Okay. Here is your song to run to teaser. And here's my song, Toronto Teaser. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Very good. One, five, five, one. Yep. I was just going to say that. Shoot. Oh, sorry, dude. That's also the melody to uh, the bassoon solo from Peter and the Wolf, but not in the right key, though. Ba 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 ba. Probably the wrong key, also there. Slightly wrong rhythm, too, but. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> Go to Juilliard. Dude, no, I'm really impressed. You knew the melody, though. I'm really impressed. Yeah, thanks. That's good. Mm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to rip out. It's just a dotted rhythm. Mm. (laughs) Hey, how's it going over there in the weekend review? All right, we did our little fact checking. Uh Uh-huh. And we were right. Um, The uh, number 32 was Magic Johnson. Wow. So sweet. Sports experts. Yeah, so I mean, my my basketball numbers knowledge basically goes back to uh, 
the 90s. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, and no further. Um, so, dude, how was your week, man? Um, well, I, we talked about this last week, that these might be a little dull for the next several right. weeks for me because I am still recovering from the accident. This is uh, my... It's, so it's three weeks tomorrow that yeah. I was hit by the, that fabled smart car. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm still recovering. And towards the end of the podcast last week, we had, or I had mentioned that I was going to try to run. Do you remember that? Yep. Um, you seemed nervous about it. I was kind of gung-ho. And you, mm-hmm. you, I remember you saying, don't do it just so you can report it on the podcast. Remember? Right. Exactly. Um, but uh, that was definitely on my mind unfortunately like oh wouldn't it be right. great if i could have something great to talk about i'll try to run yeah, yeah. so uh, i have been walking a mile every day so that's been really good yeah. it hasn't been hurting uh very much because i haven't had to breathe hard right and there's not right. the bouncing yeah. so mm-hmm. i decided i'm gonna try to run uh just one time around our neighborhood which is 0.8 miles this was yesterday okay so i got out i laid out all my clothes just like you were just mm. talking about not the post run nice. clothes, but the the actual run clothes the night before, yep. um, sort of for some to pump me up, you know. So I got them all on yesterday. I got out there, great temperature, um, pretty excited, but also kind of nervous. Yeah. Um, which I didn't expect. Uh, it kind of reminded me of like before I give a talk or something. That sort of nervous, like, whoa, this is yeah. this is big. So I started running. I'm running. I was like, this feels okay. It feels okay. And then I just yeah. knew, I can't really explain why I knew, but I just knew that I, I wasn't supposed to run. Really? Yeah. You just, you just stopped. I, I started walking again. I, yeah. I, I think it was mostly the bouncing. Like I wasn't even breathing hard yet, but it was just yeah. the way that my body was acting differently than you walk. You know, running is way different than walking. Right. Um, even slow running is way different than walking. I know we've goofed around before about like, we might as well be walking. Because we're running so slow. But when yeah. you're running, you're using different muscles and your body is acting a lot different. And I was just like, if I if I keep doing this, I, I might hurt myself. Right. So I stopped. And I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, it is, dude, it, there's, there's an impact every time you put your feet down as opposed to when you're walking. Right. And you think, you know? you think that it just affects your lower body. Right. Um, so that's what I figured. Like, well, I'm just going to run because my legs are fine. They really are. My legs are fine, but it affects everything. It affects your back, your neck, and your ribs, obviously, because <laughs> I was feeling it. And so yeah. I, I don't know that I had to stop, but it was enough of a, a feeling in my ribs and mi- maybe also just in, in my mind where I was like, right. I, I shouldn't be doing this yet, and I don't want to push it beyond what I should be doing. Yeah, for sure, dude, because that would just be so sucky yeah if you like lost another week yeah just to run a quarter of a mile right exactly so i mean i I think it was the right decision i i just am really tired of not running and this this happened when i had shingles um in 09 um back then yeah where i just i just am so antsy and i see people running outside I see people running on TV and I get jealous, right? Right. Yeah. And um like I see th- okay, I don't I mean I'll, I'll just be I'll just be honest here. I see people that are like out of shape and I get yeah. mad. Yeah. Like you didn't get hit by a car. Why aren't you out there running? I 
uh, that's that's like my <laughs> darkest times, right? Right. Yeah. Like you can run. Why can't, why don't you just do it? Why aren't you? Yeah. Um. So it's all that stuff wrapped into one. I wanted to do it, and it just it just didn't work out. Dang it. Right. Dude, it's just it's just a couple more weeks. I know. But it's 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 hard for me, you know that. I totally do. Dude, but it is pretty cool that we have this thing that you know, a, a completely new thing in our lives mm-hmm. as of a year and a half mm-hmm. that you can't live without anymore. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I that's like cool. when I had the shingles, I think I was talking about it like like it's almost like an addiction. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so then when you're you're off of it, you want to be on it. it it's it's more positive than that. You know, addictions right. are bad. Um, right. th- this is like I really have made it a part of my life. I like how it makes me feel. I like how it makes me look. <laughs> and I can tell that I'm not running in all those ways. We'll talk about that more in eat and run. But um, I, I do not like not running. Um, right. Less bulbous. <laughs> yeah. I like to be the chiseled man I once was. <laughs> I don't think we were ever chiseled. We were just skin and bone. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Only chiseled because you could see the bone through my flesh. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. So, um, yeah, that's been my week. It's it it's kinda hard to explain. I I want yeah. the recovery to go faster. Yeah. And I can't force it to. Right. Because you can't even exercise or stretch your ribs. They're just yeah. fractured and they just heal when they heal. So, um, a little bit frustrating, but a good lesson learned, I think, that I just need to recover and let my body do what it needs to do. It's just a little bit rough. Good. Well, you're learning, man. Dude, I remember, like, when when I, I was, I, I like, you know, had no body fat. Yeah. And, like, bones, uh-huh. right? And so, some skin. <laughs> Even then, I didn't have, like, a six-pack. You know, like, were there muscles there? No, it was, um, like, uh, what's the word for it? It was, like, sunken in. Right, like, exactly. Like, like the, I can't think of the, the geometric term right now, but, like, the one side of the spoon, Con- it's concave. Concave, right? concave, yeah. yeah. We were, yeah. <laughs> so we had these ribs. <laughs> like, right. Literally, like, starving children. <laughs> and then, way in, so the, I had, a, like, a big Audi. My belly button stuck way out. <laughs> but still no muscle. <laughs> right. Weaklings. Yep. That's hilarious. So I don't know. I'm I, like 32. You're finally getting to where you want to be health, right. health wise. And then you get hit yeah. by a car. It's not fun. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be all good, broder. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> all right. So um, how was your week? Well, okay. So. Remember when you just said you were mad at people like, why don't you do it? I do. Um, well, then you're going to be mad at me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not really. Um, dude, so last week, like, dude, I mean, we did the half marathon. Right. I had these Bolero concerts that I was like dreading. Uh-huh. Um, huge, we had huge tons like, of great solos, right? I mean, well, not. I mean, it's just like a 20 second long solo, okay. but it's just really, really nerve wracking. Right. Um. Uh, but also we had Sorcerer's Apprentice, which is cool bassoon, mm-hmm. and and then this Mozart Symphony that has very exposed bassoon a lot. And just for some reason, I was just on edge about that whole anything week. off of kids stuff. <laughs> no, that's a shame. Yeah, so dude, mentally taxing week to the right. point where Monday after that, dude, I was just I actually wasn't physically fatigued, but just like mentally overwhelmed and fatigued. 
And he so, had just run the half marathon the day before. Right, right. right. And I had done the half marathon. So it was like I was like a little bit nervous about that and then a little mm-hmm. bit nervous about the concert. So, you know, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Each one would take my mind off the other one. Okay. Um, but but anyways, so this this week was kind of like a mental recovery for me. Uh-huh. Um and then okay, something I wanted to talk about. So I guess maybe maybe a month or like six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Aaron and I have started just taking walks, right? Um, quite a few times a week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I have this idea in my head that I don't want to go a day without going like at least three miles. Huh. Like that's kind of this idea I've I have like going in my head. Like one of the trombone players in our orchestra, he and his wife walk like four or five miles a day huh. every single day. Okay. And so I was like, why? Don't we run three to four times a week, but then on the off days, still walk like three months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we kind of started doing that every now and then, and it's pretty fun. Yeah. And it burns some calories, and it's also relaxing. Right, like, you get outside. Yeah, you don't even have to change clothes. You know, you can take a <laughs> walk in your street clothes, you know? Right. You can look real cool. <laughs> um, and I'm sure you do. Right, instead of, you know, you're matching jogging suits. <laughs> um. So that's pretty fun. So, so we've been doing that, but only went running once. Um, did a we did a four miler on Sunday. So actually took a full week off of running. Okay. And so so this is the other little note that I have is that something I was worried about about the marathon being in two weeks uh-huh. was that you you remember a ton of people kept saying to us, "Don't change anything." Right. Yeah. Um. So I was not altering my eating. <laughs> like kind of like for that purpose of like don't change anything and also like like truly actually being worried about reducing my calorie amount yeah and being afraid that 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 would do something to me you right. know as we were upping our running too yeah um but then also the the one part of me the dark side of me is like sweet i can just eat whatever i want yeah now that the marathon's been postponed by like 14 weeks yeah uh I've decided that I want to actually really change some stuff. Okay. And so that's what I wanted to talk about in the eat and run section. Okay. Is uh is how I want to change change my my eating. Sure. Now that we actually have time to amp the running and change with enough time to spare, I think. Yeah, I mean we I mean now that the race is postponed. Yeah. I I feel like I feel like it's sort of a tenuous spot for us right now because we could either say oh, phew. Right. Now now the race is, you know, 12 weeks later than it was before. Right. Let's just slack off. Or we can say, let's do some things that we wish we would have done. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So th- that's good. That's that's exactly what I feel like. Like, we we really got a lot of emails that were like, guys, don't do that core training. And yeah. don't do the, the iron gym thing because, uh, and don't change your eating. Like, right. because, you know, don't change anything. Yeah. So I think we have time to do that now. Yeah, I do too. Right? Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I'm glad that, I mean, th- this sounds like this past week was a little bit like an off week. It was. It was. Um, do, do you feel like that was also a little bit due to the fact that, oh, I can relax a little bit because the race isn't for 12 weeks? Yeah, there was definitely some of that. Uh-huh. Um, But it wasn't, dude, I promise it wasn't, It, it maybe it was like 20% the old school Anthony yeah. being like, whatever. <laughs> rearing its ugly head yeah it was probably 20 percent that 
uh-huh. but 80%, I know I'm going to ramp this up, and I actually had been ramping it up quite a bit. Okay. And so it's like kind of take a week to recover and get my buttock in gear. Right. So yeah. it's, yeah. And I think most people would recommend that you take time to recover after an actual race, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think for me, this last one was just emotional. Yeah. And like, I actually think it was emotionally taxing way mm-hmm. more than physically taxing. So it just must be that I, I pour myself into stuff. Like I pour myself into those concerts so much that I'm like dead. Yeah. You know, so. Right. Anyways, that's my, my week. Yeah, very interesting running weeks in review. Neither of us ran. <laughs> I ran four miles. Good job. I'm jealous, dude. I really am. Oh, man. Dude, you're going to be out there ASAP. Sweet. All right, dude. Um, well, speaking of the eating and running thing you were just talking about, should we go to that section? Okay, that sounds great. Let's do it. Oh, be rude to eat and run. <laughs> Stick around, see if there's lunch in bed. Tony, I know you wanted to uh, spend a, a chunk of this eat and run talking about post-race eating, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of, uh, yeah. I just wanted to give you a quick weight update because yeah. people seem to be interested in that for some yeah. reason. Uh-huh. So uh, remember, a month ago, I was into the 160s, a goal that I've had since college, right? Right, yeah. Um, And then the accident, because I didn't change any eating at all, um, I ballooned again <laughs> yeah back into the significant 170s the the healthy portion of the 170s <laughs> yes exactly the husky section but then this week has been really weird okay. i've lo- i've lost a ton of weight again huh so i don't know if it's just my body trying to i don't know figure itself out weird. but i'm back down even less than i was in the 160s wow so um Jessica's I mean judging by what Jessica thinks it's I've been losing a significant amount of muscle (laughs) oh no yeah that's that atrophy we're talking about the astronauts exactly so I got out of the shower the other day and I was like be honest (laughs) (laughs) you're just she's looking right at you right what do you think (laughs) and she's like yeah dude you've been losing muscle Um, so uh so i mean it's actually been proved to me that muscle weighs a significant amount and so you can't go just on weight right you have you have to be smart about what's weighing what right because i have i mean i have i mean we went for a celebration dinner the other night like hooray i'm alive dinner for the first time i could get out of the house we went to lobster fest (laughs) one one of my favorite holidays <laughs> With those cheddar biscuits or whatever. Yeah, dude. And I gorged <laughs> on cheddar biscuits, <laughs> lobster, and shrimp. Did you feel expensive? Um, I did. It's like one of the only times we go out for an expensive meal is Lobster Fest. <laughs> Once a year. We eat lobster. <laughs> so I have I haven't necessarily been eating well, but yeah. I, I've been losing a lot of my running muscles, you know? Yeah. Um, and I certainly can't work the ball right now right? Um, oh, or yeah, the, the Iron Gym because I can't stress any of my upper body, especially. Yeah. And so um, I'm, I'm losing weight, but I don't feel good about that because right. I know most of it is muscle. Yeah, it's like useless losing weight. Yeah. 
So, anyways, there's huh. the update. Who knows what'll happen next week? Basically, fat is like a battery, right? Of energy. Right, it's just right. stored energy. Yeah. For that long trek you're gonna make, like across the Amazon. Or yes. Whatever. At some point, when I'm relocated, because there's not enough mammoths around. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna need that fat. The problem is now we just have everything delivered to our door, and we don't right. need it. Yeah, it's we don't live in a society where you like eat when you can, like right, store exactly. it. Food is usually not fuel. It's oh yeah, I'm, I'm hungry and that tastes good. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so real quick then about this eat and run thing, right? So since I want to do some changing of mm-hmm. some eating, right? Um, Aaron and I, and we've actually enlisted a couple other people from the orchestra mm-hmm. to start a little Weight Watchers group. Okay. Um, and, you know, like, you never know how successful these things are going to be. But you've uh, had success with Weight Watchers in the past, right? Oh, definitely, dude. In uh, our first year in New York, uh, so that was our first year of marriage, we, like, had so much fun. Amazing year. Uh-huh. And I think I've told that story before. And then the summer after it, we were like, um, I think it might be time. Like, this was one of those changing days in our lives. Okay, yeah. As Dr. Phil would say, where um, it was like, you know, I think if we don't do something. So this is like pre-Gomer yeah. fitness. Right. If we don't do something, we're going to be old and, you know, out of shape and whatever. Yeah. So we did Weight Watchers and I lost 30 pounds. Wow. Um. And I can't remember about Erin, but I know she did really well, too. Uh-huh. And she maintained that, and then I didn't. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, it took me, like, three years okay. to gain that back. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, so we have decided to go back on that, and, uh, yeah. So, I just kind of wanted to put that on here as a source of accountability. Right. And maybe I can come in with a few few updates or ideas on how that works but i think weight watchers is amazing dude yeah um, i mean i think i think it like you were saying in the we can review we have to remember how much all of this kind of connects mm-hmm. together like yeah. we're trying to run a marathon um yep. eating has so much to do with that and right you just can't do whatever you want yep and and expect to be an athlete which sounds weird because right I mean, that's so foreign to me being an athlete, but right. you've got to think about that. You've got to think about what you're eating. And so I like this additional time because we can think about that more. Yeah. So I'm just going to try it. We're going to, I think we're going to try it for like six weeks, mm-hmm. see how it goes. I, I don't want to do the thing where, where, cause, cause I don't think I've heard from a lot of people. You're actually not supposed to try to lose weight right at the same time as train. Yeah. So if too. I get, if we get a bunch of feedback about this, then, then I will not do it. Um, but I, I don't see what the problem of what the problem will be of just trying to eat better. Well, I don't think and at this point I don't think what you're talking about is a weight loss thing. It's right. a health eating thing. Yeah. Right? More something like that. Because because the other thing, when we did it, we didn't include exercise at all the right. first time we yeah, did interesting. WW. Right. So I'm really interested. If you go for a three mile run, you know, that's what, like three hundred and fifty or four hundred calories. Mm-hmm. So incorporating that into a diet, I think it'll be kind of interesting. Yeah, definitely. So just a little thing just to, I don't know, it, it, it was actually really hard for me to do this because like, <laughs> uh, this means I'm out there. So Yeah, and it means you can't eat whatever you want. Exactly, which is why yesterday, um, me and my friends, 
<laughs> we like ordered every single thing from the Chinese food menu. <laughs> Quick, I'm going to announce this on my podcast tomorrow. Right. We we binge on Sunday and then Monday, all day yesterday, we watched a ton of movies. Yeah. And dude, so I broke my fast of McDonald's. Wow. And got the McRib. Oh, yuck. And the Shamrock Shake. Oh, Two things sick. that you have to get once a year. <laughs> and then you're spoiled for the rest of the year. Exactly. I guess Disgusting. if you're going to eat one thing at McDonald's and never want to eat at McDonald's again, you get the McRib and the Shamrock Shake. Exactly. I, I ate half the McRib uh, and drank about three sips of the Shamrock Shake. <laughs> no but, more. Right. But, you, you know. Started anew. Yep. Had to do it. So here we go, man. All right, dude. Well, that's interesting. And I'm sure we'll be interested in hearing that as the weeks go by. Oh, yeah. You sound mm, real interesting. Yum, yum. Well, I'm actually pretty hungry right now. Just thinking about it. Dang it. I'm going to go eat some oyster crackers, I think. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> and this is Running, 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 in, 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 the media. All right, here we are in the running in the media section that we haven't had in quite a while. Yep. But, uh, okay, so we wanted to talk a little bit about some new shows that have come out. Mm-hmm. And the way we're tying this with running is the first scene of the new show Parenthood. Yep. Uh, starts with what I thought was a gomer dad. Yes, for sure. Running like a gomer. Yeah. I mean, did, did, did you see that coming when he got out? Like that he wasn't going to run very well? Yes. of Totally, dude. I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. I mean, if anybody wants a picture of what like our early runs were like. Yeah. Th- that's pretty yep. accurate. Where uh-huh. you get out there, you breathe in the air, you feel yep. like, I can do this. Uh-huh. And then maybe two blocks... Yeah. And you're you're sitting on the stoop breathing heavy on the phone. <laughs> right. Yeah, I I couldn't believe like how how awesome that was. Yeah. And yeah, I I totally I totally just I saw that happening like that cut yep. was perfect. Yeah, definitely. And what about the rest of the show? Did you like it? I really liked it. Okay. Um Aaron loves it. Mm-hmm. Of course she loved Gilmore Girls, so she's glad to see Lorelai back. <laughs> In, um, in full effect. Yep. And then I always loved Coach. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe sometime I'll put up the video of me whistling the theme song to Coach. Good call. Yeah. The only other thing I have to say about these kind of shows, dude, like there's another show, Brothers and Sisters on ABC. Right. I thought of that like, show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is kind of like NBC's version of that. Yeah. Combined with Modern Family, sort of, like you were saying. Right. Um, But how much drama can happen to a family, dude? <laughs> You know? Yeah, I agree. Like, they're all related and all these things are happening to them. Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I don't understand that. And what family do you know that, like, everybody's either a babe or a cool-looking dude? None. Right? One more thing about the show. It's totally a musical montage at the end show. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I bet more than 50% of the shows will end with a song. Yeah. And the parents staring at their kids doing something right. mm-hmm. like they're doing homework and the parent is like kind of in the doorway, like looking at them smiling. Right. Like they are good after all. Uh-huh. Or they're playing baseball or they're waiting for them really late to come home. Yeah. Musical montage at the end show for sure. And, and then and then it cuts in with like little narration. Yep. yep. Love that. Grey's Anatomy does that all the time. And I was right about the modern family as a drama thing. I mean, uh-huh. Coach and Ed O'Neill from Modern Family are almost interchangeable. Like, Definitely. they're the same character. 
Yep. And then the two Gomer dads also. It's just that uh-huh. horrible things happen on Parenthood, and they're right. solved in 20 minutes on Modern Family. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So now I'm I'm I've been waiting for the rant about Marriage Draft, dude. Let's hear. <laughs> yeah, it. we promised that we talk about this. Has nothing to do with running. No, not at all. But we promised last week we tell people what we thought about Marriage Draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw your tweet about it that said you gave it an F minus. Well, dude, here's dude. I knew this is why I knew it was maybe it'll develop. I don't know, because I love Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And like they talked, this is his triumphant return to network television. Yeah, I know. Right? So, I mean, you got to feel bad for the guy. Yeah. So, dude, the thing is, I knew in the commercials that it was going to be the way it was because all they did in the commercials was laugh. They showed people laughing. That's it. <laughs> right. Right. Marriage Ref is great. Here's Alec Baldwin laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then here's Kelly Ripa. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Ripa, like, totally. And then when you watched it, that's what you saw was them kind of uncomfortably laughing at material. Yeah. Yeah. You right? know a show is going to be bad if all you see on the commercial is them laughing at themselves. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. So, so what did you think, dude? Well, I had, I mean, it was just strange to me. Yeah. I can't describe uh-huh. it any other way. First of all, the editing I thought was so weird. Uh-huh. Like, I, you could tell that they were inserting a laugh track at certain points. Right. Like, do you ever watch America's Funniest Home Videos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes there'll be a video that's not that funny. Mm-hmm. And even though they have a live audience, you can tell they're inserting more, way more laughter than people uh-huh. are actually laughing at. Yeah. And it's the same. It's like the adult version of America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh-huh. Yeah. The other question I have is, why isn't Jerry the ref? Huh. Yeah. The show is called The Marriage Ref. It's about that guy, pretty much. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I just was like, this guy is not as funny as Jerry Seinfeld. Why didn't they make Jerry Seinfeld the star? Right. I don't get it. Well, I think he's like a, a executive producer or whatever, and you know maybe he maybe he doesn't want to be on it every week. Well, yeah, I mean he's not going to be next week. He won't be. Right. So, kind of a man behind the scenes idea, man. I can, dude. This is what I see it as. Okay, actually, dude, I saw Tom Papa. Like that's the marriage ref yeah. guy. Yeah. I've seen some of his stand up, and it's pretty funny. Okay. Like I've totally laughed at some of his stand up, but then he did some of his stand up. Yeah. In between the things, so I was like, what? Right. You're doing material here. Well, and he does, he did open with material. Yep. You know, and it's like, ugh, total embarrassed for you, Goosebumps. Yeah, but that's why I'm bummed is because he, I saw him on Leno once and his, like, his bit was pretty funny, I thought. Well, and maybe it's just new show-itis, you know? Right. Maybe it's just going to take a while to settle in. But yeah. dude, I mean, so then I see the commercials for next week, right? Right. Ricky Gervais, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Larry David, awesome. Yep. And Madonna. Right, what's up with that? Like, have you ever heard Madonna say a single funny thing in your life? Yeah, I don't know. Just Jessica said, maybe they just find people that live near the studio. <laughs> <laughs> right, because it's in New York, right? Yeah. Hey, can, can you be on our show? Right. Are you funny? <laughs> no? Well, you live near the studio. Do you want to sit in this right. chair? <laughs> yeah. Right, I know. I I don't know, dude. I mean, like, my friend Jason on Twitter said even Jerry Seinfeld and Tina Fey couldn't couldn't save it. Did did Tina Fey look so uncomfortable to you? Yeah, because I think she's awesome. Yeah. Like, she is awesome. And she looked... Uh, yeah, I, I'm totally with you, man. Ugh. Oh, dude, we've shredded this more than Avatar. Well, and I haven't <laughs> even gotten to my main problem with it. We Okay. Maybe we don't have to put this in. No, but, go for it. Um, 
my my main question about it is first of all is fighting couples a funny thing at all right i mean when are they going to get a couple that's actually you feel uncomfortable like Uh oh no and then the bigger problem is does it even make sense to proclaim a winner in a fight between a a husband and a wife like like that doesn't even make any sense to me Uh right when you have a disagreement with your spouse yeah it's way less about who wins Right. Then understanding each other and working through it and figuring out we misunderstood each other. Communicating. Right. And so, yeah. like, Jessica and I had a disagreement this past weekend uh, yep. uh, on Saturday. It took us hours and hours to work through it. It would not have helped if Madonna <laughs> had said, yep, you win, dude. <laughs> right. Totally. <laughs> like, I think that makes it worse. Right. It's been proclaimed by Tom Papa that you win. <laughs> right alec baldwin says you win right honey what kelly is... ripa said yeah see dude what i see is like i seriously see jerry seinfeld and tom papa okay they're like at a bar after a fun night of doing stand-up together right and they're laughing about this and i bet it was hilarious yeah you know in theory right and that that's the thing when jessica was i hadn't seen the first episode and when jessica was telling me about it yeah like i was like that sounds pretty funny Mm-hmm. And she's like, but it wasn't. Hmm. So her explaining it to me was way funnier than the show. Right. And that's not a good sign. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so you're probably right about that. Yeah, this would be a really good idea. Yep. And it's just not panning out. Then just like on Curb, when they were like, oh my gosh, Larry David, you know, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You know? So that's probably what they did. They're like, save us from one hour of our 10 o'clock slot that we need to fill up. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh well. well, I mean, are you still going to watch it, though? I think so. Yeah, I'll give it a couple more shots. Yeah, we're still going to. I mean, that's why they get those guests. That's why they got Madonna, because a certain demographic is going to tune in. Still, that's so it's, weird to me. Madonna. Yeah, it's weird. So maybe we'll maybe we'll continue this. Yeah. <laughs> and report on how Madonna was. Again, the Gomer Nation <laughs> is waiting. What did they think about this episode of the marriage? Yeah. Draft? <laughs> hey. What you doing over there, running in the corner, mate? Well, we've been doing this top 10 rookie mistakes that I found mm-hmm. on MarathonRookie.com. Um, kind of learning about what we're doing well and what we're doing not so well. Mm-hmm. And we're doing the final two, number two and number one. Bated breath. <laughs> okay, here we go. You ready? Yep. Number two rookie mistake is hydration. Ooh. People underestimate how much water your body needs during training nice now we had we just had a question on email that asked us how often we drink on long runs yeah from alan right so i'm wondering if uh you had an answer to that anthony yeah so okay here is my main problem with hydration dude okay taking a whiz all right interesting that is like that is like my main problem is like being out there for you know, three hours. Right. Where do you got a whiz? Yeah. Especially in urban areas. But have have you found that you that that you don't really have to whiz much when you go on long runs, or do you still have to whiz a lot? Actually, that's a good point because on the half marathon we did last week, mm-hmm. I didn't hydrate that much. Okay. But I drank at every single water stop. Okay. Um, and no, actually, I never did the whole time. Right. See, I I think we overhydrated. 
last year. Yeah. Do you remember that? I mean, you remember we had all to... day, <laughs> yeah. all day we drank water, like, like at least a bottle of water, like every half an hour. <laughs> right. And they don't mention that in this, in this, um, rookie mistake. Right. Um, but I think that's a mistake that we made. We were so worried about that. Right. That we were in every line for every, uh, porta potty on that race because we yeah, were we... drinking so much. <laughs> right. Totally. Um, well, dude, I love my little water belt. Oh yeah. Fuel belt thing. Ultimate direction. Because yeah, because like kind of like what we were worried about on that first one was actually the, the, the ability not to get water and feeling super thirsty right. and like dying or something, Yep. which is never going to happen. Yeah. Well, actually that could happen. Right. It could happen for sure. Yeah. Um, but when you run a marathon, there is so much water available. Yeah. We didn't even know right. that. Yeah. Yeah. So having it on me now, I only drink when I get thirsty. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't really know the answer to this. I actually, I don't think I'm very good at this. I think I've gotten um, better. Okay. Um, And the indication for that for me, and they mentioned this in the rookie mistake, is mm-hmm. um, looking at your pee color. Okay. That it needs to be clear. Light yellow to clear. Okay. <laughs> um, So I... Um, we've talked about this before, right? That, mm-hmm. uh, one of the best parts about this whole journey for me is that I've been hydrating with water way more. Yeah. And my pee has been clearer than it's ever been in my whole life. Fantastic. <laughs> so, um, it seems like a weird indicator, but that's the indicator. Are you well enough hydrated or not? Um, if it's dark yellow, you need more water. Okay. So I don't know. Good. Okay, and they just say, be smart, stay hydrated. That keeps you away from the hospital and gets you across the finish line. I think that's good advice. Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I still don't think I'm super good, but that th- I'm going to actually try to pay more attention to that because <laughs> I don't even really look at it. Like, I'm assuming that's one of those things like you really look at and notice. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> and then you like celebrate and tell Jessica. Get in here, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, number one, ready? Yep. Is uh, injury, which is ironic, I think, because we've dealt with that a lot. That the number one rookie mistake is injury? Is that uh, beginning runners don't pay attention to their bodies. Ah, okay. Um, and then they get injured easily. So okay. they ignore soreness in their shins and knees, for example. And they're yep. like, eh, everybody feels sore. And they just keep right. running super long. And then, bam, they're done. Yeah. And they can't run. Uh-huh. Um, right. So uh, th- this this is just saying when you run, you just have to know that you are way more um, susceptible to getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And so people don't think about that. They don't think about the stress that they're putting their bodies under. And they don't gradually build up and take rest days. Right. And so um, and then the, their their point is that so many of these other rookie mistakes that we've already talked about. Yep. lead to injury. Hmm. And so you just have to always have that on your mind. This is yeah. uh, because I'm running, I'm more prone to get injured and I need to be careful. Yeah. That's really good, dude. Yeah. Like we're using our bodies mm-hmm. like we've never done before. Right. Like you probably aren't going to get injured sitting on the couch. <laughs> like maybe some sores <laughs> or a heart like, attack. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Different sorts of injury, I guess. Yeah. 
diabetes. <laughs> right. Um, right. But yeah, but uh, just being out there, we have already seen in ourselves. Like uh, you know, I've gotten shin splints. Right. Tons and tons of uh, blisters. Yep. Soreness and yep. you know your hip. Yep. Oh, for sure, dude. So yeah, that's that is interesting. It it is hard, like to know what is the difference between you know being sore, mm-hmm. pain, yeah, uh, and uh, and like w- when you should take a break. I mean, yeah, yeah. Totally. It's, it looks like they're recommending better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, take care of your soreness, take care of the pain, and then run. Um, yeah, because this whole thing is a risk, especially yep. when you're doing long distance training like we are. Yeah, the more miles you put on the more risk you're taking and you just real uh-huh. yeah i just have to realize that uh, i, I want to be healthier but this is a risk nice good dude yeah well i think that was super fun i know and yeah just thinking more clearly about things and getting somebody else's perspective mm-hmm. so yeah top 10 rookie mistakes if people want to see that just google it top 10 rookie mistakes and they'll find yeah. the marathon rookie.com link there and you can go there and take a look and see if you're doing these mistakes yourself or listen to our past episodes over and over. Yeah, that might be more fun. I mean, listen to our past runners corners for sure. Instead of doing what I wouldn't do, which would be to go look at <laughs> look at look it up because there were dashes in the URL. <laughs> and now it's time for songs to run. Never gonna let you go. Here we are in the songs to run to section. Um, Anthony, mm-hmm. because you're actually running, let's start with you. I've been getting like a lot of songs to run to from commercials. Uh, yeah, that's right. You got that was a couple weeks ago, right? You had that Mercedes commercial or something. No, C- Cadillac. Okay, right. Um, but it's you know it's another classic Shazam moment. Right. Um, so during the Olympics, see the thing is you don't really watch commercials, and I don't either. But it's whenever I was actually too lazy to dvr fast forward <laughs> right. um or found a commercial particularly interesting so there okay. was this nike commercial uh-huh um and it's it's this nike commercial it's really cool looking uh-huh. like um i don't know you could you could youtube it or whatever okay um but the song is by a band called the hours uh-huh and the song is alley in the jungle all right and um this is a song that for the last couple weeks uh, if it if it comes up like I'm just chilling with my laptop, just you know, working on a podcast. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't listen to music while doing that. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> and it comes up. This is one of those songs that actually makes me want to go outside. Oh, okay. And run. Right. Um, and just the chorus of it, the the lyrics are, everybody gets knocked down. Everybody gets knocked down. How quick are you gonna get up? Ooh. How quick are you gonna get up? I like that. Yeah, really cool. Um, and like something like, uh, you know, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Right. A whole bunch of random sayings. That's right, right. up your alley. Oh yeah. I mean, that was the commercial when I, when I heard everybody gets knocked down. I was like, I like this song. <laughs> Shazam. You know? Yep. Shazammed it, found it, love it. I just wish it built. I, I was waiting for it to get huge and explosive and it never gets explosive. Huh? I was a little right. bit disappointed about that, but. 
whatever. Yeah, can't win them all. Right. So, check it out. I think you'll really like it. Sweet, dude. Awesome. Okay, what's your song to run to, dude? Well, or lay down to or whatever. Yeah, so that's the weird thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not running at this point. Right. So, this is just a song I like. Okay, cool. Um, And I haven't, I haven't been able to fit this artist in because okay. it's not really easy to run to this guy, actually. Um, okay. Sufjan Stevens oh, um, yeah. doesn't really write songs to run to. <laughs> right. Mostly it's like songs to think about your life uh-huh. or be confused about things. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Contemplate um, life, yeah. Sufjan Stevens is one of my favorite artists. Um, I just chose uh, The Avalanche off okay. of the album The Avalanche. And, you know, when you hear it, you're like, yeah, I don't think I could probably run to that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose you could try. So what I'm going to do is when I get running again, I'm going to try to run to this song, and I will give a report on okay. whether or not you can run to the song. But I, I love it because, um, you know, it's not what you would expect. He never writes a song that you, it, it sounds like you think it should sound, which I like. Okay. Yeah. So um, that's my song to listen to this week is Sufjan Stevens. The Avalanche. Check it out. And if you feel up to it, go on out there and try to run to it and uh, send us an email how it was. Yeah. Dude, I think you can run to anything. That's probably true. I think songs to run to are really just songs we like. (laughs) Right? But it does help if there's a little bit of commentary on how it helped on a run or the beat or the lyrics. This one, I mean, really, I don't know how I would fit this in unless it's... Like, I just like the song. Right. Well, dude, I ran to the second movement of Beethoven 5, which is, like, gorgeous. <laughs> That's and, true. No. <laughs> and there's always kid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your feedback now in the listener feedback section, and uh, we got a lot of great feedback about our Monday survey last week, which was mm-hmm. um, safety tips. Yep. Uh, just a lot of people responding, emails mm-hmm. and comments. Um, there's just so much. We, we want to point people towards the Facebook site in particular, but also yeah. the website to read through those. Just one great tip after another. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we have people that have been uh, writing links mm-hmm. to to like Runner's World articles yep. about safety. Yep. Uh, so totally just go right to the Facebook page and check those out. Right. One um, kind of hit me in particular, and uh, several people said this one, and it's that when you're running across in front of a car, um, that you should make eye contact with the driver. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that was helpful because then you're not only thinking about the car, you're also thinking about who's driving it. You're making sure yeah. they see you because a lot of people, like one person wrote, are just driving on automatic and aren't even thinking. Right. Um, and so if you're not careful, they're going to hit you. They're not even going to notice you. So that was a great one, I thought. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Like, don't trust the driver in <laughs> yeah. a way, right? Yeah, no, that's like, true. Because it's not going to hurt them. Right. You know? It's going to hurt you. Yeah. So, yeah. So if, if you don't get their eye contact, don't assume that they're going to see you. <laughs> right. Exactly. So yep. it's a little bit more concentration on your part. And a lot of these safety tips were about that. You just need to be aware of your surroundings all the time. 
Right. And so that's just an easy tip to think about that kind of gets you into that mode. Yeah. I mean, dude, I just think the awareness of us thinking about this constantly ever since this Mm -hmm. has, I mean, it's changed the way that I've run. Yep, for sure. And I'm hoping it's changed a lot of how people run. So yeah, that's the upside. Um, One of the things that I liked that a few people said was uh, keeping your iPod volume down. Uh Uh-huh. Now, obviously we do songs to run to and this is a podcast that a lot of people listen to while running so it's odd that we're you know recommending them to keep the volume down but one thing that i actually do is take one earbud right um and i started this ever since me and aaron started running together so that we both do this and then we can talk and listen to music at the same time exactly yeah you and i might have even done this on the half yep we did several times we did okay Mm -hmm. um and if you have an iphone obviously do the right one so that your little your little clicker is still there. Yep, good tip. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, put one earbud in, one earbud out. Then you can listen at a nice volume and still hear your surroundings really right. well. Yeah. And again, it's just all about being aware. And so whatever yeah. you need to do to be aware of your surroundings and make other people aware that you're there, you just need to yeah. do that. Yep. Awesome. So thanks, everybody, for those tips. Again, go to Facebook and the website and check those out, everybody, and you'll be a safer runner. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday survey for next week. This this past one was about safety tips. Um, I'm curious this week about recovery tips. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even sure exactly what I mean by that. But I know a lot of people have suffered injuries, like we were talking about in the rookie mistakes, and have gotten better. I'm in that process right now. And so I'm hoping that people can give me some tips on how to maybe keep my spirits up while I recover. Any exercises that have helped them while they're out of the running game. Um, yeah. So any recovery tips that people have, I'd love to hear those. Man, dude, it's too bad you don't have like a, a physical therapist, you know? Yeah. Like we, the Gomer physical therapist that, you know, <laughs> is on call or something. Yeah, that we refer to. <laughs> right. Um, right. So, yeah, and there are lots of ways, of course, to contact us and let us know those tips. Go to the website, uh, Um You can put a pin on the map there also, buy a shirt donate on the front page we're in need of some extra funds to get anthony out to the marathon um i got my new ticket but we need to buy anthony a ticket go to facebook um join our facebook fan page you get the survey one day early and any random news that we feel like putting out if you really want to follow our everyday happenings you can follow us on twitter gomer1 and gomer2 it's a great place to keep up with us email us at twogomers at gmail.com with any of your thoughts or comments or concerns Go to iTunes and leave us some feedback. Those are all the ways that you can contact us. We love hearing from the Gomer Nation. Mm-hmm. Awesome. The band of Gomers. Yep. <laughs> the band of Gomers. Band of brothers. And sisters. Yeah. More sisters. <laughs> than brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do wonder, what's the percentage? Like, those are all the things that I want to know. Like, age, percentage, who uses Macs and PCs. Like, yeah. We need we need a, a Gomer Nation survey. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. We can find yes. some of that info on Facebook. If people want to go to Facebook and look at the post quality there, right. there's a yeah. whole bunch of interesting stats. Ooh. And it is um I think it's like something like seventy thirty women. Oh really? Yep. Okay. <laughs> We're just so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, good episode. Yeah, I think so. A little bit more chill than our last one, which was nuts. Yeah, I know. And just packed full of information for people, whether they wanted to know or not. Right. 
<laughs> All right, dude. Well, have a great week. I may you run too, again by next week. I don't know. Okay, good. All right, dude. Happy running. Listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon. Join us next week for another installment. My name is Baka. Keep it Rizio. Uh-huh.